Howdy Tolks. Before we get started with this week's episode, I have a quick announcement that I need your help with. I want to know what your favorite moments of That's What I'm Talking About are from the past year. You can send those in by email, talkingaboutpod at gmail.com or through social media at talkingaboutpod. Please include the episode title, any relevant time stamps to that conversation, and maybe even a brief summary. So for example, you might say, in The Hobbit Chapter 4, around 30 minutes to 35 minutes, you guys talked about Gollum wearing cargo pants. Um, And this is because next week, in lieu of a normal episode, I will be doing a special year-end episode. And this is because, one, I like to think I deserve a break. You know, it's the holiday season. I want to be able to enjoy it and not have to worry about recording with a guest. And two, being sick at the beginning of the month totally threw off a lot of my planning and scheduling. And so now I'm a bit behind and I need to play catch up before we head into 2022, which will kick off with a bang. I promise you that. All that being said, let's jump into the episode. From WBNE. Hello and welcome to episode 129, all about the Lord of the Beans, being the 129th part of That's What I'm Talking About. My name is Mary Clay. If that's too complicated for you, just call me MC. And today I'm joined once again by Justin Jordan. He's known as Freddie's roommate on TikTok. Welcome back, Justin. Wow. Thank you so much for having me. Wait, thank you so much for having me. There we go. I'm already messing up. Oh, my gosh. You're doing great. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thank you, Mary Clay. I think you're really neat. (laughs) I think you're really neat. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thanks. (laughs) And what I also think is really neat is this little uh, TV show, movie, special, whatever you want to call it, the VeggieTales parody of Lord of the Rings titled Lord of the Beans. Parody or socialist propaganda? Oh. <laughs> There's my hot take for you. <laughs> that is pretty deep. That's pretty deep for the for the kids out there watching lord of the beans yeah that's the thing though that's the thing though i veggie tales is not as deep as it thinks it is oh yeah <laughs> you know I mean? very it's like much. really have you watched veggie tales before yeah so let's kick that off listeners if you do not know um for maybe people who are outside of the u.s i don't know like how prolific veggie tales is <laughs> but um veggie tales is a uh animated series that started in the early 90s, I believe, basically telling uh, children's versions of Bible stories. And all of the characters are, you guessed it, vegetables. The two main ones are Larry the Cucumber and Bob the Tomato. And they just uh, they do retellings of uh, Bible stories. And then it looks like further down their like filmography list, <laughs> uh, they start venturing out into non-Bible stories. And the point of these episodes is basically just to come away with some kind of, they're teaching a lesson. You know, there's a lesson to be learned, very classic um you know like children's story of like all right what did we learn today this is lord of the beans which was released on november 1st 2005 and fun fact this is my favorite one of my favorite fun facts that i have discovered from this podcast is that 
Due to having such a strong resemblance to its source material, this episode is not available to purchase domestically in Australia or New Zealand. Why? It's not even that accurate. What do you mean? It's almost a one-to-one ratio. Are you kidding me? It's accurate to a point, I would say. Like, the first part of this movie is, like, between... um, Randolph, not Gandalf, legally yes. distinct Randolph, getting to the Shire and everything. I was like, that's pretty good. This is pretty accurate. Like, mm-hmm. wow, he's studying the the bean. He like um the uncle, what's his name? Bill Boy. Bill Boy, Bill Boy baggy pants, yes. like the whole giving it up. I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I like it. And then it goes off the rails. It does go off the rails because believe it or not, they are not going to try and adapt a 1000 page book or a nine hour movie trilogy into a 50 minute children's television show. (laughs) I don't I mean, I don't know. Ralph Bakshi tried doing it and did not end well. So, I mean, he wasn't intending to make that for children, but like he tried adapting all of it at once in an animated format and... It didn't end well, but VeggieTales, for what they set out to do, I think did an excellent job. Oh, by the way, listeners, if you have not, uh, if you have no clue how to watch this, which is a completely understandable thing to not know how to watch, uh, there's a link in the episode description. And for some reason, if that gets taken down... Your girl may or may not have a file backup of this episode. Piracy who? I don't know her. you. I don't know Pirates her. Pirates who don't do anything except steal movies. That's Mary Clay Watt. Mm, that was um, you can bro. also <laughs> uh, access VeggieTales, Lord of the Beans, as well as the rest of the VeggieTales cinematic universe. Um, you, can get, <laughs> you can get a free trial on the streaming service pure flicks have you heard of pure flicks that's how well that's what i was uh trying to find like how do i watch veggie tales also shout out to the lord of the rings people on reddit because they are the ones who hooked me up with a link to this episode um because originally uh, i was going to have to subscribe and get a free trial of pure flicks which is a streaming service for um, like family friendly and like faith integrated media. Propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah. So Veggie Tales is a lot. I would say like a lot of kids in who, who grew up in nineties and two thousands are at least somewhat familiar with it. Even if they like weren't necessarily growing up in the church or anything, I think a lot of people have heard uh, different Veggie Tales songs. Oh, um, of course! What's your favorite one? Oh my gosh! So I love the um, "I Love My Lips" song. If my lips ever left my mouth, packed a bag and headed south, that'd be too bad. I'd be so sad. Where Larry's going, when I was just two years old, I left my Mm. lips out in the cold and they turned blue. What could I do? (laughs) They turned blue. What could you do? And they turned blue. Anyway. A musical podcast. I know. So and so my experience with VeggieTales, I I did grow up in the church, but we never really like watched a lot of VeggieTales. I would say like every now and then there was maybe like a Sunday school afternoon where they would you know, pop in the VHS tape. Um, 
So it was always in the background for me, but I didn't necessarily watch it a ton growing up. I know that there are lots of people who are like, oh, yeah, my parents didn't let us watch anything uh, that was on like regular television. So all we could watch was VeggieTales. Um, What about you? What was your experience like with VeggieTales, if you had any? Okay, listen, listen. Do I love VeggieTales? Do I love VeggieTales? It's like that meme on TikTok where it's like, am I a Nicky fan? <laughs> Let me put you on this little thing called Larry Boy. It's the best superhero I've ever seen. He has suction cups for ears. The theme song slaps too. <laughs> The entire complete package, my friend. Um, I do love, I've watched, I think, almost everyone. All, not everyone, but all of them. I don't remember all of them. I do have a good memory of, like, the characters and everything. And the thing about VeggieTales is, like, half of them are about Christmas anyway. And, like, they're very repetitive. Like, I watch more than the Lord of the Beans one. I try to, like, get my mind in the right state. <laughs> it's, like, the best parts of VeggieTales are when they say the quiet part out loud, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense, but like there was this, um, <laughs> um, what was it called? They were doing this story where the Jewish people were like kicked out of Egypt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what's his name? Grumpy Dwarf, also known as like, what's his name? Pog Grape. Yes, like, Pog Grape. <laughs> yeah, he was like, oh, I missed it back there. We had three square meals a day. We were fed. We bathed. What's going on? And then another grape goes, we were enslaved. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, it was paradise. We were in slavery. VeggieTales has like a very surprising, like dry sense of humor, honestly. Yes, like, that's the best part. It's very much um, like parents watching along with their kids are probably going to chuckle at a few things that their kids, you know, aren't paying attention to. Um, and that's definitely what I did watching this. Really? Okay, so... Could you imagine yourself watching this as a little kid and being like, oh, that that went over my head. Well, everything, if I was watching this as a little kid, everything would have been lost on me because I hadn't, I had no concept of like what Lord of the Rings was. So I would have been like, Mm -hmm. what a weird story they're telling. (laughs) 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 Like sporks, (laughs) billboy baggy pants, what Randall, this is a weird story. It works. It works for the most part. I th- again, I think like what VeggieTales mm. set out to do of taking this very iconic, famous story and interpreting it in their own way to uh, share a message, a lesson with the kiddos of the world about, you know, how to like be a good person. Um, I think they did a, a, a pretty good, a pretty decent job. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, it is I a little thought... questionable, um, but I'll <laughs> get into that more in a second. Yeah. I just thought that the message that they were trying to say was not the message that they intended, you know, or like what was actually said wasn't the, I guess, intended meaning of it, which is why I earlier called it like, what was it? Socialist propaganda. <laughs> because every time. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they. Spoilers for Lord of the Beans, y'all. Spoilers ahead. There, there's a moment where he's talking to the Schmeagol character, him, 
Yeah. And he's like, yeah, why don't you use it to feed the people? Like I used it. I got a giant peep or whatever. And he's like, no, I can't. My gift is to help people, not myself. I'm like, dude, get yourself some food. You're hungry. Like I all thought the that, Yeah, I thought that hungry. too. Um, uh, when Grumpy at one point asked him, they're traveling and they're hungry. And he asked him for a burrito, I believe. And yeah. he's like, I don't know how to use it yet. So I don't think I should use it until I know how. And I thought we were going to go on this. We're like, as they're going on this journey, he does like these small acts for other people using the bean. And then they get to where they're going. And he's like, wait a minute. I'm supposed to use it to help other people instead of like the ending that they went with, which was still sweet and got the point across. But yeah, I to- I was like, I think you can use it to feed your friends that are traveling with you. Starving. Yeah, you're helping people. Help your friends. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll we'll jump into this now. VeggieTales opens with Larry the Cucumber and Bob the Tomato. They're on a kitchen counter and they are kind of setting up what we're going to dive into. And there is a little boy who writes in, I don't know, Kevin. I forget what his name was. Maybe it was Kevin. I don't know. It was Dylan or Devin or Dylan. I'm pretty sure. Okay. We'll have to go back and and roll clip (laughs) to see exactly what it was. Yeah. Anyway, a little boy writes in and says that he has a gift for making things. And what should he do with his gift? And then Larry... Uh, rolls in on a unicycle and uh, which he calls a ukulele and he's talking about what he's going to do with his gift of the unicycle and Bob is like what do you think people should do when they have a gift and Larry says I'm telling you Bob I got a gift and you know what I'm going to do with it Uh, your gift? Yeah rich and famous Bob give me a month and my ukulele and I will be on the cover of Veggie Beat magazine it's a unicycle and are you sure that's what your gift is for? Well, what else would it be for? Yeah, like the people of VeggieTales did. <laughs> Explo- okay, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I would argue that like the voice actors of VeggieTales are probably not, you know, living large. But There's only like three of them because a lot of the, I think it's Larry, he voices a lot of other people. Like he voices the two gourds, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong on that. I might want to double check that actually. I don't want to be wrong. I don't think anyone I don't think anyone is gonna be like fact checking us on this episode. Close <laughs> one. Worried. I think we'll be good. But yeah, there but I don't think yeah, like the VeggieTales Corporation is necessarily like flying high. <laughs> really? I mean they gotta deal with pure flicks. Next stop is Netflix, so I mean, I would love it if VeggieTales went on Netflix, but maybe there's um, contract (gasps) disputes between Pure Flix and Netflix. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. VeggieTales and Stranger Things put together. Veggie Things? (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, think about it. The lesson is stay with your friends and go with them to the upside. You know, it worked better in my head. Never mind. Never mind. mind. (laughs) Abandon ship. Abandon ship. Delete, delete, delete. So um, Bob says, you know what? This reminds me of a story that I know all about what uh, all about a boy who receives a gift and he's not sure how to use it. And I was like, that's definitely one way to put it when you're talking about Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't uh, necessarily say that is like like 
coming into this and being like, okay, what lessons, what like lesson of the day are we going to pull from the Lord of the Rings story to give to kids in like an after school special type TV show? And my instinct is to be like, oh, uh, it's it's a lesson about the value of friendship and loyalty and like people like needing other people to help you through hard times. Um, it could also be uh, doing the right thing even when it's hard. And instead, they go for what to do when you have a gift and how you <laughs> should use it to help the world and other people. And I'm like, okay, I wouldn't have the ring, the, the, <laughs> like the one ring is notoriously the worst gift the anyone worst. ever received. <laughs> Objectively bad. So that is like the vibes that we're going in as the story uh, begins. Um, and we go, uh, the the Shire uh, is the first thing we see. And uh, Toto, who is played by Junior Asparagus. Uh, for pe- Also for people who, you know, maybe don't, aren't familiar with the VeggieTales. It's very similar to the Muppets, how there are, there's a cast of the Muppets and in different stories, they each play different characters. So we have Junior Asparagus, who's like the little bit, ba- he has like the cutest little voice and little mm-hmm. giggle. Um, mm-hmm. I tried to find the voice actor for Junior Asparagus, but <laughs> couldn't find anything. Mm. Then uh, Randolph, who is played by Mr. Nezer, rolls up on his carriage and Toto says, You're late. And Randolph says, I arrived uh, precisely when I intended. So not exactly the line, <laughs> but pretty close. Very, very close. Okay. So have you seen any other Reggie movies? Because it's also weird their casting choices. But okay. Let me know it? how you feel about the cat. Yeah. I don't have um, enough of like uh, opinions or knowledge of all the characters. So how Here's do you feel? Um, it's weird because Mr. Nezer is like, I guess, I remember him in like where he runs this evil factory. And yes. it's the, yeah, it's the tale of a Rashak, Meshach, and Abednego. Yep. I'm, I'm Rack, Rack. I'm, I'm Shaq. I'm Benny. I'm Benny. <laughs> we work here in the plant. Do you mean one of the best, best VeggieTale songs ever? That one's amazing. I'm Rack. I'm Shaq. I'm Benny. We work here in the plant. We'd like to take a break, for goodness sake. But Mr. Nazar says, you can't! <laughs> yeah, that might be the oh, that might be the best co- one. Co- commentary on labor unions? <laughs> see? See? See, you know what? See, VeggieTales was, yes, was all trying to tell us the big message of don't believe in capitalism. Don't work at the factory under Mr. Nazar. So the fact that he's the wizard that's supposed to help you, and they're saying, you should use your gift to help people. Mm, very suspicious. It's kind of the pot calling the kettle black. Mr. Nezer. Exactly. exactly. Probably they just went with him because he has that deeper voice that's very Gandalf-esque. Toto baggy pants, I am never late. I arrive precisely when I intend to. Yeah. Oh, I'm Mr. Nezer. And he talks like that the whole time, like an old black guy. But you know what? <laughs> I'm glad it's you were fine. also picturing that because I was too. <laughs> I mean, all the veggie tales are black. Or other veggie characters, but except Laura the carrot, who's noticeably absent 
in this, weirdly. Laura the Carrot, you remember her? No, I can't say I do. It's like Junior's little rival. Kind of oh rival, but like the also like little child character who would have been perfect for Sam Ganji. But no, no women here. No women in this story. Yeah, there's not a single... Talk about failing the Bechdel test. <laughs> VeggieTales Lord of the Beans, Beans does not pass the Bechdel test. I would dare say no VeggieTales movie passes the Bechdel, passes the Bechdel test. test. That's also probably just because the Bible doesn't pass the Bechdel <laughs> test. <laughs> what? Eve talks to... Oh, Shire. You're right. Oh my God. Does the Bible not pass the Bechdel test? I mean, test? I'm pretty sure. Let's see. Does the... This Bible. Bible. It would help if I could spell Bible right. Pass the Bechdel test. Okay. Someone else has looked this up. Bible this passes. Is... Okay. 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 The short answer is yes. There are scenes where two named women have a conversation not about a man. It is it is about Jesus or God? Is I was going to say. Oh, that, yeah. Are they are they counting? Are they saying like, well, God isn't a man because Ooh. God is God. Let's You're see. right. God is non-binary. Uh-oh, that's a hot take. <laughs> okay, it looks like the books of Ruth, Mark, and Luke have passages that pass the Bechdel test. How if progressive. Anyone is interested. It wow. looks like those are the only ones that complete everything of they are a name they are named women who speak to each other and it's not about a man. Hell yeah. Look at how progressive the Bible is. See? See? <laughs> yeah, three books out of 23. I don't know how many books of the Bible there are. Don't tell my grandma I said that. <gasps> Mary Clay, what? You're about to get in trouble. Does she listen to this podcast? No, she doesn't, I think, have any concept of what a podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trouble her with that, you know, to be like, hey, it, so yeah, I do this. It's kind of like the radio, but it's not. Because if I said that, she'd be like, oh, well, where can I listen? I, like, I'm trying <sighs> to listen on my radio station. And I'll be like, oh, no, it doesn't come on like that. You have to listen on the internet. Um, so that would become a whole thing. Also, I want to note that the music for this cinematic masterpiece is so similar to the music from Peter Jackson's mm -hmm. trilogy, but it yeah. is not the music. Like the opening music when the Shire shows up. is so much it's like <laughs> it, it has the same vibes as concerning hobbits, but it's yeah. not concerning hobbits. It's like legally distinct. It's yes. like one note different, yes. which I appreciate it because I noticed that too. It was like, it goes like, da -da -na -na -na, and like weirdly goes up when it should have gone down. That's not a musical take, but please, all the music people that listen to that just now, I'm so sorry. We'll do like You're a compare like, and contrast <laughs> and get some, yeah, musical expert in here. Then we have uh, Bill, the, the t how do I say this? The Twelfty Tooth birthday party of bill boy baggy pants so that is the 112th i believe or maybe he said 122nd okay well no 12 tooth would be 122 <laughs> right yeah 12 tooth. yeah sure you know what do vegetables even have that long shelf life anyway they count years and they count days they have What's a lot of preservatives on? i don't know um, and Bill Boy Baggy Pants is played by Archibald the Asparagus. He gives his speech 
And I appreciate that they tried to work in the, I like less than half of you, half as well as you deserve, <laughs> in like mm. the VeggieTales fashion. He says, I'm twice as tall as half of you and half as short as twice of you. And everyone like, you know, does the classic, uh? like they look around <laughs> at each other and look confused. And then he also says, but I'm feeling stretched, like chocolate pudding scraped over too much ham. I know that's a Lord of the Rings thing. And I couldn't put my finger on it. Like... It's Wait, um. Who says I, that? Bilbo says, "I feel stretched, sort of like butter scraped over too much bread." <sighs> oh, genius! Genius! Yeah, isn't, isn't he a genius? And then the VeggieTales writers, geniuses, for adapting some of these famous lines to fit mm-hmm. the VeggieTales agenda. Props to VeggieTales because I was remember that scene where. I guess Randolph is coming into the Shire and he has that awkward laughing scene with Jean yes, that they goes nailed a little bit that. too long. I was like, oh, this is exactly what I was thinking watching the movie. Like, oh, this it, is kind of weird. It was nailed. Exa- it was so good. So yeah, um, Toto and Randolph are kind of like laughing at each other and then Toto stops laughing <laughs> and Randolph is just sitting there laughing still and Toto looks really awkward. And the way that like they... <laughs> took the vibe of that scene from Peter Jackson's movie <laughs> and put it into VeggieTales. It's just perfection. Very funny. Like, it's you ever have those jokes where it's not funny at first and then it just goes a little bit too long and then it becomes funny? That happens yes. a lot in this, like, little movie. Yes. Um, so then Bill Boy starts singing a song about how he's kind of in search of something else. He's had all these wonderful things, but he's wanting for something else now. Um, And then he disappears, of course, from his own party and goes back to his house and starts packing to leave. Randolph shows up and chastises him and says, you know, you have a magic bean, but that's not, I don't think that's how you're supposed to use it. And he notes that Bill Boy looks a little bit taller. He has much mm-hmm. nicer clothes and he has, I don't know, lots of like nice food in his house. And then he goes into the kitchen and he says like, and an espresso maker. <laughs> and I don't know why, like it, it, it's just like so random for them to like choose that. And there's like a couple other things similar to that throughout the rest of the episode where they just say something, a random everyday item but it's so funny to me. <laughs> I want to know what is the VeggieTales relationship with food? Because you have they the are food, milk, which is a, yeah, they are food. So they're making coffee beans. So they're making coffee, which is the, the, the blood of your brethren, VeggieTales. Like what's going on? There's a moment where I think Pa Grape or Grumpy Dwarf is talking about like, I want a burrito with extra yeah. guacamole. I'm like, I'm sure you guys know an avocado. avocado. You guys eat avocado? What? That's an excellent. Uh, that's an excellent point. This just took a dark turn. Yeah, the, there's tomatoes in the chicken burrito sometimes. Like, hey, I was gonna say, yeah, there's salsa. They're eating Bob's kin. Oh my god! See, once you give a vegetable sentience, they think they're all that. <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty dark. I've never considered that. Yeah, um, the Veggie Tales veggies might just be cannibals then they are because they eat i don't know well i guess they eat meat too <laughs> they eat meat vegetables eat chicken oh my god oh my god the the deeper the rabbit hole goes oh my god i know we got to get out of this rabbit hole or else we're never gonna 
that's definitely something that like someone out there is trying to go to sleep at night and then they wake up and go are veggies are the veggies and veggie tales cannibals <laughs> because they eat other foods yeah so then uh Bill Boy leaves the bean behind and Ga- Randolph, almost said Gandalf, Randolph <clears throat> sticks around. Toto comes back and is like, oh, well, Bill Boy had talked about leaving. I just didn't think he would actually do it. Randolph says, Bill Boy left you this magic beam. And they're starting to examine it a little bit more. And Randolph goes into he starts singing a song i should mention uh lord of the beans has more singing in it than the entire (laughs) peter jackson trilogy what yeah are you kidding me there's like five songs in here and there's like maybe two songs in the trilogy oh my god yeah and like they sing every other page in the book you know oh god see this is why i didn't make it through the book this is why i couldn't it's a lot of singing it's a lot of singing I mean, would it be better if you cut the songs from this VeggieTales adaptation? No, no. we have to have this. I appreciate exactly. that's not a, uh, I want to make it clear that's not a negative comment, just more just like an observation that there's so much singing in the Lord of the Rings books. There's almost no singing in Peter Jackson's adaptation, but this is the one that probably has the correct ratio of dialogue <laughs> to singing uh, as the books had, I would bet. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he starts giving us some exposition about these four beans that were made long ago. And he's like, I said four beans, four <laughs> beans. It's so great. And he explains that one bean was made to make any food and drink you want. One bean can change your physical appearance. One bean makes clothing and one bean makes small kitchen appliances. <laughs> And the fourth, small kitchen appliances. Small kitchen appliances? Small kitchen appliances, toasters, blenders, fried daddy deep fryers, you name it. Whoa. Which again, is just like the like random silly thing <laughs> that they threw in there, you know, that like little kids probably aren't, they're probably like, what? But like adults, you know, watching it, that's something it's something different that, that kind of like snaps you out of it. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. That's a little bit funny. Like, that's kind of silly and different. And then he and then mm-hmm. Bill Boy says, oh, is this one of those beans? And Randolph says, ah. so that's the end of the four beans. But there was one bean, one bean to rule them all. And I'm so sad that they never actually say that phrase. <sighs> They just say, like, the bean of power, I believe. The bean of power. (laughs) I want to know. So the bean of power, if you will, can do all the things that the other beans can do, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So what, later in, spoilers, later in the movie, when Junior, aka Mr. Baggy Pants, brings life to the land, what, what, what part of that does height food clothes and small kitchen appliances what small kitchen appliances brings life to the land mr baggy pants hmm? Hmm? um i guess it replenishes the well and the water and so water is brought back to the land maybe i guess he and he uses it and he doesn't get it back i mean and then i guess like the land being replenished you could also say is due to his sacrifice that he gave up this very important powerful thing like Jesus. 
Yes, like Jesus, exactly. (laughs) It all comes back to Jesus. So then they stick the bean in the fire. What does it say? It says, if you can read this, you're too close. Other side. I got a good chuckle out of. And then he says, no, the other side. And so he flips over and it just says, use wisely. Toto is very afraid of what to do. This is a lot of pressure for him. He has been gifted this all-powerful being and he doesn't know what to do with it. So Randolph says, um, we can go ask the elders of the Raspberry Forest for their sage advice. Um, And... It's a very scary journey. It's on the other side of the mountains of Much Snowia, mm-hmm. I believe. And they have to be careful because Scary Man is creating a legion of sporks. And they very much want the bean for themselves. Of course they do. Okay, another gripe that I have with this movie. I like the movie, but it's just a random scallion. It's not a named veggie tale. Or veggie character. Is scary oh, man? Scary man. Yeah, it's not a person. Or it, it's, it's not a character. It's not a character. In the like, Veggie Tales lexicon. No, not that I know of. Okay. I, there's there's plenty of people that could have done it, but you know, whatever, I guess. Who do you think should have done it? Who who should have been scary man? <sighs> well, you already used Archibald. I know. Archibald should have been scary man. And then Junior's dad could have been what's a bill boy bill boy but hey what are you gonna do so then uh randolph says well luckily for us i have some friends who can help us out so in comes Irocorn, which is aragorn played by larry the cucumber who is not a corn. and he says you have my sword next comes in legolam legolas played by mm-hmm. jimmy gourd he says and my bow and then comes in Grumpy Gimli, played by Pa Grape. And he says, like, we couldn't have parked any closer. <laughs> oh, and you also have my axe. So I love that they pulled in, you have my sword, my bow, and my axe. Appreciated that little touch of detail. I would say this little section, perfectly cast. It's I great. would do the exact Like, of course, Aragorn is... Larry. Larry, who is basically the main character of VeggieTales. Like, come on, easy peasy. Yes. And then comes in the other elf, who is Legolam's brother, who apparently had nothing better to do that day. Um, And they're like, what What does he do? And he was like, he bakes and stuff, which does come back around, actually. It does come does. back into play. Frustratingly so. <laughs> so yeah so the other elf is here and this is our fellowship we do not have any we do not have boromir we do not have mary pippin or sam so i would argue that the other elf is just i i, I don't think he gets a name he's just an elf <laughs> just the other elf like why wasn't he boromir why would and you're gonna cut sam gonna so cut i sam. would argue so i would say that um they added him in here to make up for the like comedic moments that Mary and Pippin and like the other hobbits sometimes provide. Um, and then Boromir's character, when, when you introduce Boromir, the plot starts getting a little bit darker just because of what happens with his character and him like being tempted by the ring and like momentarily betraying his friends, you know, that gets a little bit heavy. So I can understand cutting him out. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's it. If we're looking at this, uh, why why are we deep diving veggie tales right now? But still, um, 
it's weird that Junior, aka Mr. Baggy Pants, doesn't have a like voice of reason. He's always like, oh, I shouldn't use this. Oh, I shouldn't use my gift. It would have been nice to have a person on the other side because he does go by himself and runs into the him, which is mm-hmm. Gollum. He has the like devil on his shoulder, but he doesn't have like, a voice of reason to be like, hey, you should probably do this. You know what I mean? And that's probably because it's really short of a movie. You know what I mean? It's like less than an hour long. I guess they didn't have time for that, but they had time for the fucking raspberry forest. Really? I know. Okay, whatever. I know. Um, so then they get going on their journey. We get a like what I appreciate was like a little touch, a little nod to all of the walking <laughs> as we get like walking montages and traveling montages. Um, every now and then they have to stop so that the other elf can go pee. <laughs> He's like, I promise I'm good to go now. Um, and then they reach the mountains. And I died at this point. So they're all freezing and covered in snow. And then in comes Iracorn. (laughs) And he says he's wearing a head-to-toe parka. Totally, like, the hood is over his face. And his voice is kind of muffled. And he's just saying, You gotta dress for the weather! (laughs) And I don't know why that made me laugh so much. But it does kind of feel... A little bit on the nose of like Aragorn's character. Like he's a ranger. He's prepared for anything, you know? So I could totally see him maybe in a, in a deleted scene in Lord of the Rings being like, <laughs> You guys are cold. Well, then you didn't pack for the weather. <laughs> That's not my I, problem. <laughs> I guess, but like, okay. Now I'm getting frustrated. So you have time to put in a Parker joke, but not yeah, say one Gamgee? Yeah, okay. but not say. Yeah. See, that goes back to, I think that the lesson that they should have taught from using this story is mm-hmm. should have been about like friendship and other people helping you through tough times because that is mm-hmm. the story of Sam and Frodo, you know? And like that's mm-hmm. the heart of Lord of the Rings. So that not being the lesson that we're being taught here, I think is why like Sam is not is not here because that's like the purpose of his character. But how do we include jesus in that mary clay how would you do jesus again again this is one of those this is what i would say is a like it's a bible story light where like (laughs) i could see maybe some like sunday school teachers putting this on when they don't know what they're going to talk about today because it does it teaches the kids a nice lesson and at the very end they do have like a little bible verse that they share to like tie it back in so it is very like christian light (laughs) but there are no um you know jesus allegories here weirdly there's no jesus allegories which is so odd because like gandalf dies and comes back to life like we can't we're not going to play off of that also Mm -hmm. it's bound to be it's it's a matter of time right before there's a veggie tales narnia Uh, the thing is i don't know if they're making movies anymore i know that the show is still on technically i don't know if they have the budget to make a movie you know i mean but like narnia that's like a natural connection right true okay i have a question for you mary clay off topic yes are the chronicles of narnia a christmas movie um i don't know (laughs) i mean i personally wouldn't consider them christmas movies but i would bet that like a lot of network um, like television does because mm-hmm. it has snow 
And Santa yeah. Claus does appear. Santa Claus does make an appearance. But so like I would say they're Christmas movies in the same sense that um Harry Potter films are Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> they take place around Christmas. Although, um qu- question for you then, are oh, the Lord okay. of the Rings movies Christmas movies? Because no, there are elves not. in them. No, there's no Santa Claus. There's no fat people there's a, in But there's an elf. <laughs> the wrong type of elf. You think Legolas is going to go to the North Pole? You think Legolas is going to take orders from a guy there's, in a red um, suit? There no. was like a really funny like comic that someone drew of like Legolas working as a like his day job <laughs> after they like destroy the ring and everything his day job is working as like an elf uh like with a mall santa claus <laughs> and then he's like taking a smoke break and like looking longingly at a picture of the fellowship <laughs> before oh. he has to like go back on shift <laughs> that's so depressing what does he do well oh wait he goes to the um he goes to like the heaven Gimli- metaphor uh Gimli yeah. and Legolas after the ring is destroyed they go on like a field trip together across Middle Earth visiting each other's like favorite locations and then um wait yeah. what wait time out where's that series I know Legolas and Gimli do because at one the- point they say to each other um Gimli is like oh the glittering caves are the most beautiful things you've ever seen and then Legolas is like Fangorn Forest is the most or Mirkwood is the most beautiful thing you've ever seen and so they're like fine if we survive this I'll go to the glittering caves and then you have to come with me to Mirkwood um, and so Tolkien does put that in the appendices that they go around the world together. And then when it's time, when uh, the rest of the fellowship have died, uh, then Legolas goes to the Undying Lands and he sneaks Gimli in with him. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Does that sound like fan fiction? <laughs> it does sound like I want to see it, though. Wouldn't that be so fun? Oh, my yeah. gosh. It was. Oh, my gosh. We got, we got, do, oh my gosh, what's her name could come back from the Hobbit movies? Um, what's her name? Tario. Uh, the what? Tario? <gasps> okay, here's here's my pitch. This is so off topic. I'm so sorry. Okay, so Legolas gets a letter, right? And it's like, Tario has gone missing. <gasps> oh, right at there, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? The only person that could help me find Tario is my boyfriend, Gimli. Goes back and he's like, hey. Um, I know it's going to be awkward, but I need you to help me find my ex across the Middle Earth. And then Gimli, without missing a beat, whose horse are we taking? Wow! And then, but it gets gets even a little bit more awkward because then they meet up and she's like, wait a minute, you're, you're Gloin's son? I was in love with like his cousin or whatever. I don't know if Keely and Feely, I don't know if they were related to Gloin, but, um, yeah, that really that's like you know awkward, intense for her that she had a very intense, uh, mm-hmm. short, short romance with a dwarf, and then here comes this dwarf who is with her ex. <laughs> oh, this is literally genius. Someone hires. Oh, it writes itself. That's such a good trio: Tario, Legolas, and Ge- see. That's the thing is. Oh my god. There are all of these really intense, like the Amazon series. Like it seems that like it's going to be very intense, like dramatic very um tolkien lore heavy i just mm-hmm. want like a sitcom <laughs> set in lord of oh. the rings you know what i mean <laughs> that's g you know what why aren't we hired why aren't we gotta write this ourselves i know i know i'm gonna delete all of that so no one can steal our ideas 
Oh, thank you, Mary Clay. I appreciate it. We got to protect trademark, 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 trademark. <laughs> <laughs> copyright, copyright. So they arrive at the raspberry forest. Grumpy is like, oh, I'm starving. Where are these raspberries? And Randolph says, they're not those kind of raspberries. And I was like, what? Um, and then that this is when Grumpy's like, come on, Toto. Can I like use that bean and make us some food? And Toto says, well, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do with my gift. So I'm not going to use it yet. Um, and I'm like, really? I think we could have made some food for our friends, you know? So they reach the elders, which I guess are just are, are supposed to be like the ints, but they're a little bit more sinister. And I say sinister in like the sense that they are sinister in terms of a children's TV show with veggies <laughs> as with vegetables as characters. And that like they're not actually scary, but like they're kind of uh, they're not bad guys, but they're not necessarily good guys either. So I guess that is on brand for the Ents, you know? They do take a bribe, though. I know, I know. That's so tricky. I guess and they imprison them, too. So yeah. Randolph says, whatever you do, you must not <laughs> laugh. You have to be stoic and have a straight face and no smiling or anything. <clears throat> so... Then he goes and talks to the main elder, and I love that they kind of like poke fun at Tolkien of doing like Aragorn, son of Arathorn, Elisar, uh, Strider, <laughs> you know, of all the 20 different names. Um, and so he says like, hello, Randolph, son of Mandolph, keeper of the mystic shadow moon or whatever. <laughs> and then yeah. every time he talks to the tree, he says, I tried to like write it down so I could get it <laughs> he says lord phalaminian teraglyph son of thera bin illithilman <laughs> Il- Il- illithilman and every time he says it he gets a little more tongue-tied and uh and like messes it up but i appreciate that every time he speaks to him he uses the full name full name oh my gosh it's like saying it's like someone calling you mary clay watt the whole name every single time you ever know, yeah. Da- yeah daughter of yeah exactly just doing that born under born under the aries sun and rising capricorn moon i don't know <laughs> wait okay i don't want to i don't want to you but what's your mom's name sean sean okay so mary clay watt daughter of sean where are you from? Wait, don't don't say it on the pod. Don't say it on the pod. Never mind. Never mind. Where are you from? From America. Knows I'm from Virginia. <laughs> oh, okay. From Virginia. Mary Clay, son, a daughter of Sean from Virginia, hailing from Virginia. Of, of Virginia, know. yeah. Of Virginia, yeah. It kind of works. Yeah, it's a long name yeah. for sure. Yeah. So he finds out. They find out from the head elder that they need to go to the land of woe in order to learn what they should do with the gift of the the power of the the bean of power um Mm -hmm. and so as they're having this conversation uh iricorn goes over to one of the trees and starts like making a face and then the trees start blowing raspberries at each other and at the group Mm. and that makes all of them giggle and laugh and then they are imprisoned it's a really, I appreciate the hard cut of like them laughing and then they've been like put on this platform at the top of the forest and then Grumpy goes, oh, that kind of raspberry. <laughs> the whole time he did not know what it meant. Actually, I was a little confused because my definition of raspberry is a little bit different. 
Yeah. Because when the raspberry, it's like when you put your mouth on like a surface and you, and you yeah, blow. Yeah, yeah. When you get, yeah, you do that to a baby. You go over and you like yeah. blow on their tummy and then you make them laugh and give them cute giggles. Yeah. Apparently, according to VeggieTales, I'm it's wrong. It's just sticking your tongue out and going. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's one of those jokes like at the beginning where I was like, okay, this isn't funny. And it keeps going and you're like, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of like, this is annoying. Come on, guys. Like, this isn't even funny. Why are you laughing? Have a heart, Mary Clay. Have a know. heart. Maybe it would be funnier in person. Um, but Randolph says, he's like, they take it very seriously when people make fun of their language. Um, so again, kind <laughs> of another nod to the ints of like having this having their own language that people are very much like, oh, my God, get on with it, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, they say, they're like, how long will we be up here? And Randolph says, I don't know. The last guy was here, mm-hmm. um, was here for 12 years. And then someone <laughs> says, and then they let him go. And this is all, this is all a conversation that's happening as, like, the camera is panning over to Toto. And mm-hmm. so it's like kind of like in the background off screen, but that's what makes it yeah. a little bit funnier. <laughs> is that like it's like in passing? Um, and so he's and so they're like the last fellow I knew who made fun of their language was up here for twelve years. Then they let him go. No, he was blown off in a windstorm, never seen again. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Because they are pretty light vegetables, yeah. so it does make sense. And they are up there on this like random platform. How did they even get up there? Telekinesis the trees probably? put them there, I guess. Oh, I thought they could fly for a hot second because they can do everything else with telekinesis. Yeah, I should, yeah sh- we should mention that the veggies, none of them have hands or arms. So everything that they are like touching or moving is just like floating around in front of them. I think it's really funny because when Larry is on the unicycle, Bob is like, you don't have feet. How are you doing that? Yeah, <laughs> like, they do. <laughs> they do like... It's very fourth wall breaking because the opening of like the title card showing up is Bob and Larry being like, come on, we got to put on the show for the kids. And uh, he's like, Larry, play this. And he and he says, Bob, I don't have any hands. I can't play a guitar. And it's like, but you could play. Yeah, but you can ride, ride a unicycle. unicycle. <laughs> it's his gift. He's using to make money and be on the cover of Veggie Beat magazine. Yeah, Larry has his priorities straight. He's going to use his gift to get rich and famous. <laughs> like the creators of VeggieTales. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so meanwhile, Toto sings a little so- like sad little song about like, what's the purpose of a gift? Um, and then uh, off in the distance, we see an eagle. And Randolph is like, oh, I have an idea. We're saved. And so they stand at the edge of the platform. And they wait for the eagle to fly by. And Randolph says, okay, ready, jump, now. And then you hear all of these crashing noises <laughs> in, like, classic fashion where, like, the crashing goes on for, like, comically too long, <laughs> too you <long>. know? <laughs> and then we jump back to the uh, – in the forest. And the eagle is yelling at him. And he's like, oh, I see what you thought was going to happen. Here's a bird. Let's all jump on his back. And he'll fly us away and save us. Well, that's not nice or whatever. And then he like jumps up and flies away. So I loved that. that w- it was that bait and switch of like 
for Lord of the Rings people, like when we see an eagle, we mm-hmm. know it's going to happen. They're going to be you mm-hmm. know, saved and carried away. And so here comes in this eagle and we're like, oh, of course, the eagle's going to save him. Great. But no, they don't. The, they're too heavy for the eagle <laughs> and they all go crashing to the ground and the eagle gets mad at him. Honestly, fair. Fair reaction from the eagle. They didn't even ask. This is Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then the trees wake up and they start uh, their chase out of the forest, but then they make it to the blue gate. Iricorn starts kind of waxing poetic and he's like, why do they call it blue? <laughs> Perhaps it's for the sadness of the land. Perhaps it's for the tears that flowed. And then like it cuts to the door and it's it's literally just a blue gate. And that's it. <laughs> I wish Lord of the Rings was that easy because there's moments in actual Lord of the Rings where you're like, okay, get to the point. I will say that this adaptation gets to the point way better than Lord of the Rings sometimes. So thank you for that. It is very, very much like in, um, you know, like high school English class of like sometimes the red curtain <laughs> is just a red curtain. You know? <laughs> and so in this case, the blue gate is just a blue gate. Um, obviously, this is supposed to be reminiscent of the gates of Moria. Um, mm-hmm. But these these gates lead directly into the land of woe, which I guess we can interpret as Mordor. Mm-hmm. So they go over to the blue gate and there is an inscription of um, the elder tongue at the top. And it's like three words that have been inscribed. And Randolph reads it off and it's a very long riddle. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Legolam says, it said all that? And he goes, it's a highly efficient tongue. You can fit a whole book on a napkin. Oh, of course it is. And that one got, that was like a nice little giggle for me as well. That like, it was three words that were inscribed and he reads off like an entire paragraph. And then he says, it's a highly efficient tongue. Do you remember what the original door said? Because I can't forget, like, what was the answer to that riddle? What, like in, some friendship? In, yeah, um, uh, Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Yeah, um, it has all this other stuff, but at the it ends with speak friend and enter. Mm. Um, and so it literally means say friend and enter um, rather than like if you are a friend, you'll know the password, say that and enter. And then um, I forget who it is in the book. They give it they give the line to Frodo in the movie. But mm-hmm. someone in the book eventually is like, wait a minute. It just it's friend. Um, and so they say friend and enter. Yeah, I will say the VeggieTales one was a lot harder because I was racking my brain. I was like, wait, what? Is, what? I could not put two and two together. Yeah, honestly. it was. Um, I don't. I'm not going to read off the whole riddle, but it was talking about like a big creature that cowers at the smallest monster or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Trunk full of water. And the answer is an elephant. That's another thing that in the background, like all of the, like it pans over to Toto thinking about the the riddle. And you can hear the others just like spouting out random things. And they say a three ring binder. And then someone else (laughs) says a Vespa. And again, just random little (laughs) things that just like gave me a nice little giggle. Um, So yeah, the answer is elephant. So the door opens but, oh, no, the door on the other side is only big enough for Toto. Um, there's a funny moment where Iroquorn says, <laughs> yeah. oh, no, it's just an, uh, he says, an optimal illusion, illusion <laughs> where it 
where because of the the tunnel, the door on the other side looks smaller. And so he starts like charging in, then he gets stuck. Toto says, I'm going to go on by myself because I need to know what my gift is for. And they're like, no one would blame you if you turned back. Um, and he's like, no, this is what I have to do. I've been given. Oh, that's something that um, Randolph has said is every gift is given for a reason. We can't choose which ones we get. Only what we do with them. And that seems very that seems like very Gandalf-esque of like, um, you know, all that we have to do is to decide what to do with the time that we are given, whatever that line is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems very similar to, to what Gandalf uh, would say. Um, Here's the thing, though. I have what? beef at this part. And that the whole message is use the bean. We use your gift to help other people, help your friends. They could have got through the gate if they use the beans to make every, if you can change the height of any person, why can't you just change the change height of Change everyone to be smaller. Yeah. Yes. And get That's through a the good point. You're helping your friends. That's the whole point. Why can't you use it, Junior? I don't know. I guess they're afraid it's evil or something. I don't know. Ugh, yeah. God forbid. Yeah. Short people are very evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Mm. So Toto forges onward and there's a moment where, the rest of the gang are very depressed. They're like, we failed. And they're like, no, we didn't <laughs> fail. While we still live, hope remains or whatever. And then this guy comes by like on a unicycle, I think. And he has an umbrella and he's being very random and silly. And I'm sure it isn't that deep, of course. But I like to think this is a little nod to Tom Bombadil of like, <laughs> here comes this like singing anomaly of a person like spouting out nonsense that's also helpful so this guy comes by on it with an umbrella and he's talking about like oh yeah scary man's army of sporks are in the land of woe and they're going after a flobbit oh i should i don't think we've talked to, i don't think i've said that yet that the hobbits are flobbits um mm-hmm. and he's like the army of sporks is going after a flobbit and a bean and the rest of the group is like, oh, no, what do we do? And then the umbrella person says, well, there's another entrance right up that way, the red gate. And so they're like, come on, we have to beat. We have to go help Toto to the red gate. And that's where we have a little we have like a little act break. And we go into silly songs with Larry. This segment, though, is silly <laughs> songs with elves. Mm-hmm. And this whole, I don't necessarily care for this song in particular. What? You don't care about Elvish Presley? But I do appreciate, so it's Larry the Cucumber dressed up as an elf. I do appreciate this bit just for the joke that he's an elfish impersonator. <laughs> Elv, El, Elvis, El, Elfish yeah. impersonator. You know what? It kind of works because the song is a bop. It really is, though. But I don't mind none, because he's my elf. My elf, and then, yeah, he's singing. Yeah, he's singing about like his like girlfriend, the elf. And then this elf comes in off screen, uh, from off screen, and she starts yelling at him in Elvish. And the <laughs> subtitles are like, "Go away, you crazy green man!" Because <laughs> <laughs> it does work, and the song is about another unnamed person, another woman, this random woman. Could have been somebody, but nope, no. 
just a random yeah. vegetable, not a named vegetable. And then Lego Lamb comes in at the end and is very offended that Larry is being an elfish impersonator. <laughs> that is cultural appropriation. I know, yeah. Think about it. Um, so, but it does make sense that Larry would do that. That's very on like, <laughs> in character for him, you know. I will say that one of my big, not big beefs, but minor things with VeggieTales is that it seems like Larry is always learning the lesson, but Bob never ever learns the lesson. He's always giving the lesson. Like, well, yeah, in ev- in any comedic duo, you have a str- you have the straight man, and then you have the um, person who is being silly and comedic. Uh, and mm-hmm. playing off of, and then the straight man is there to um, be more serious and like ground the comedic person. So that's just what Bob is, unfortunately, in this pair. We don't usually get to see him be very silly. Yeah, give Bob more screen time. That's my demand. Justice for Bob. Justice for Bob. <laughs> give him his own superhero series, Bob <laughs> Boy. And eh, it doesn't work. Never mind. Cut that. I don't know. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> the flying I think tomato. It could work. And it's the same thing. Um, have you seen Larry Boy though? Probably the best. Um, I haven't one. watched any of it, but I definitely have seen um, like pictures and stuff. So I know exactly. Uh, like I'm picturing it right now in my head. Oh, it's so good. Even the theme song slaps. It's pretty good. I'll I'll look into that once we're finished with our recording. <laughs> is this going to become a VeggieTales podcast? Oh my. Gosh. I did joke about that with someone of doing a VeggieTales podcast called Vegging Out, and you just, yeah, just go That's through right. the Veggie. Wow. T- <laughs> That's why you get paid the big bucks, Mary Clay. Like, I don't wow. get paid anything. Jokes on you <laughs> and me. <clears throat> so, also speaking of me, cl- speaking of clearing throats, which is what I was just doing. Ahem. Um, <laughs> on the other side of the gate in the land of woe. Toto is wandering around and then he, he, he there's someone somewhere saying my precious <laughs> um, and then like out of a tree falls uh, who is the character of Gollum and he says mm-hmm. I am called for the voice for the sound that I make I am ahem yes what do you want <laughs> so this also, is a hymn yeah. played mm-hmm. by Mr. Lunt yeah one of the worst VeggieTales characters. You I know agree. when you see Mr. Lunt, he's a bad guy. Can't be trusted. Is he he's um a... a potato or something? Like a spud? I thought he was an onion. Hold on. Let me let me look this up. Is he an onion? I always thought he was an onion. Hold on. I feel mm. like he because he like he's a little bit lumpy, you know? Mm-hmm. Take a Latin gourd. He's a Latin gourd. But see, the, they already have so many gourds. You know, I feel like there are a lot of vegetables. That they didn't take advantage of. Like, is there a broccoli character? Uh, Broccoli's no. literally, or a green bean? Those are literally, I I would argue broccoli yeah. and green beans are the most basic vegetables. You know what's weird, though? They have grapes. They have pod grape. I know, but, but isn't he a, a Brussels sprout? I thought he was a grape. His name is pod grape. I know his name is pod grape, but he looks like a Brussels sprout. Is he a grape? I thought, okay, come on. I bet someone's like yelling in their car. <laughs> like, okay. Pod um, grape is an elderly Yiddish grape in VeggieTales. He has a small family of grapes introducing God wants me to well, forgive them. I guess he's them. a green grape. A green grape. Why is he not a pea? A pea <laughs> or, yeah, okay. Think yeah, you pa know. pea. Grandpa P. Oh my gosh, it writes itself. VeggieTales. The, the writers were not having a good day when they were like, 
I think we're out of foods. We did a <laughs> cucumber. We did a tomato. What else is there? A grape. I know, grapes. Then again, Bob, the tomato is not a vegetable. I know. So. I know he's technically a fruit. Yeah. So anyway, he starts talking to a him who mm. used to be the owner of the bean of power. And he says, I used to be a flobbit too. Toto says, oh, you were that hobbit? And he says... Uh, he says, oh, you were the hobbit who bought everything by mail order, <laughs> which is something that's just so, again, it's that like random humor, Very I guess. Very random. Um, and he came to own the bean of power because he ordered a crock pot one time and inside the crock pot, um, it looked like a packing peanut, but it was the bean of power. And so he uses it to obviously uh, have lots of delicious foods and drinks and clothes and look really. He has a full set of hair um, Mm -hmm. or a full head of hair uh, and is looking pretty good. And then he explains what happened is that one day before 10 a.m. I had created and consumed a 200 pound marshmallow peep. And then he fell into a sugar coma. And when he woke up three days later, the bean was gone. What the heck? I, 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 don't I love understand. it. I love that. I think it's so <laughs> random and silly. Here's a question Does the Hobbit exist in the Lord of the Beans universe? I know. So that's what I was wondering is so is this implying? Because Bill Boy does say at the beginning, he says, This is the bean that I got on my adventures. Yes, that he didn't go with Randolph, apparently. But he didn't specify how he got the beam. And then here we are learning that Ahem Mm -hmm. fell into a sugar coma for three days. And when he woke up, the beam was gone. So that's kind of implying that Billboy stole the bean of power. Yeah, from just a guy trying to eat his peep. You know, rather than like, oh, he found it in a tunnel or he won it in a riddle game, you know. He stole it, is what it's 100%. implying. 100%. Yeah, he stole it. Because Bill Boy, now I'm learning, is just as terrible a person as Bilbo. I know, Damn yeah. Mm. Then uh, at uh, on the other side of the journey with our other friends, they have just arrived at the Red Gate. And they stop <laughs> and look at it. And Larry goes, It's yellow. Hmm? Oh, they say it was named for the color of the sunset on the day they hung those doors. Don't be so literal. As they get back from the blue game. <laughs> exactly. And Larry, like, he has this expression on his face. Like, he's very mad because he's like, are you kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. I did this like an hour ago and you and you all thought I was stupid. <laughs> Enough, honestly. Fair. Yeah. So they see that there are five sporks heading into the gate. And they're like, there's only five of them. We can take them. So they all go charging into action. Only to realize that there's already like a whole horde of sporks inside the land of woe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're they're in some trouble now. They are surrounded. They're prepared to fight. Oh, uh, when they enter the land of woe, the other elf sees an outhouse and goes running into it because we've had the running joke that he constantly has to pee. But I feel like if they've been traveling for, you know... A yeah. whole day. Like, there's no way he's the only one having to stop to pee, you know? That's True. unfair. I mean, 
Yes, but I'm guessing all the other vegetables went before they left. See, yeah, another lesson Reggie Tales is teaching us. Always go, go to the before, you before you leave. Yeah. He runs into the outhouse, and then the rest of the gang are surrounded by the sporks. And then there's like a little, you can, like how cartoons do, where you can like see the smell in the air. Um, a little like waft of smoke catches their attention. Excuse me. Um, and then the other elf bursts out of the outhouse with cookies and says, Who wants a cookie? And the lead spork says, We ain't had nothing but maggoty bread for three stinking days. Another cookie. <laughs> Literally the most accurate part of the entire. I <laughs> died. Because, like, up until now, there have definitely, there have been, like, you know, nods to iconic lines and stuff um like with um uh i feel i feel stretched like pudding scraped over too much ham and then they did a little play off of my sword my bow and my axe but there hasn't mm-hmm. been a direct w- pull quote from yeah. the trilogy into here yet so the la- not necessarily like oh this is the last line i would expect them to do that but it was very unexpected that he said the exact line, we ain't had nothing but maggoty bread for three, oh, three stinking days. days. <laughs> That's why they can't be played in New Zealand. That line right there. Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, he comes over with a plate of cookies, and they're all on their side. <clears throat> they're all on the good side now, basically. And the sporks are no longer a threat. Here's the thing, though. Two things. Number one. No one uses their weapons. No one uses their weapons the whole time. No, there's no sporks getting cut. Grumpy even makes fun of Legolam at one point. He says, "Have you even have you ever fired that thing before?" <laughs> no. I, well, he does when he's attacking Elvish Presley. <laughs> um, the fact that they never even try to hurt anyone. I'm like, okay, that's a that's a network thing or like a, it's a kids thing. movie thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a kids movie thing. Number two. Okay, so you're telling me. The other elf had time to go to the bathroom, make cookies. That's what in his the special his special skill is making food. Out of what? In a bathroom? Know. Would you eat toilet cookie? No. Would you eat toilet cookie? No. Ooh, no, like, I would not. Yeah, gross. Uh, yeah. Well, we don't know. I think it that makes it all. Something. It makes that. It makes it all the more impressive that he pulled it off. <laughs> I would say. You think those are actually chocolate chips? No, okay. Okay, I'll let you think that. I'll let you think that. Go ahead. Those are totally chocolate chips. Yeah. Oh my god. So, um, uh, meanwhile, Ahim and Toto have stumbled across this village, and it's desolate. Everyone there is thirsty and hungry, and they walk over to a well, but the well is empty. And then this tiny little baby, like Brussels sprout. See, I'm assuming that was a Brussels sprout, but now that I know that pa grape, grape is a green grape. Um, that yeah. could have been a grape, for all I know. Um, but a little like kid comes over and is like, "Please, will you help us?" Um, and Toto is feeling very conflicted because he doesn't want to misuse his gift. He's very, you know, worried about that. But then he realizes these people aren't greedy; they are needy, basically. Uh, and they all they need is help. <laughs> 
he uh, is he decides that he wants to use the bean to help them. Then um, the rest of the gang show up and join them. And they're like, oh, no, Sporks. And they're like, don't worry. They're on our side. They just wanted some cookies. Then right as he is ready to use the bean, scary man jumps out and hold and like holds him at, you know, knife point. Yeah, the scariest thing that happened in this movie. I know. That was a little bit shocking. I was like, wow, that's violent for (laughs) Veggie Tales, you know? Uh, Scary Man, I guess, is supposed to be Saruman, and we just Mm -hmm. have, we just don't have a Sauron in this story. (laughs) Apparently not, because, okay, they cut Sauron, they cut Sam, they cut everything that makes Lord of the Rings. They wanted to teach the lesson of, like, with great power, you with comes great responsibility. great responsibility. Yeah, yeah, it's basically the point. That's of basically what it boils down to. You're right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Larry Boy could have stepped up and told the story better. I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to write the movie for you, but uh, hire me, Veggie. I think there's a lot of ways that you could interpret Lord of the Rings for a children's Veggie Tales special. You know, I think there's mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of material because you could also tell it from their perspective of um <clears throat> of like. Aragorn's story of like mm-hmm. stepping up and taking responsibility, you know, mm. like that's a good lesson to tell of like accepting who you are, accepting your true self, you know, accepting your gifts. Uh, uh, I see, I see, see where you're going. There's with a this. lot. There's a lot you could do. They could make five more Veggie Tales specials out of Lord of the Rings. Oh God! I don't know if I want to see it after this one, but good. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no way they would be as good. Definitely, this one's mm-hmm. top tier. Then Bill Boy shows up and saves the day. Toto notices that his that he's much shorter, that his clothes aren't as nice, and he says, "Oh, so when you gave me the bean, you lost everything." And Bill Boy says, "Well, yes, but." I also found something and he just, you know, talks about the importance of, I guess, non-material things, that there's more to life than nice clothes and being tall. (laughs) Mm -hmm, I guess, because that's what kids care about, being tall. Being tall. So then at last they throw the bean in the well and the land is replenished. As we discussed earlier, we're not entirely sure how um, the, the, the bean, the one bean to rule them all can replenish mm-hmm. a land when its powers are food, clothes, physical appearance, and small kitchen appliances. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Maybe when you combine all of those powers at once, mm-hmm. that's what it can do. Well, I mean, if you can make an espresso maker, you can make a better well system. I, you know what? Never or a drill. To get you know what? Never mind. We're I thinking don't. Too much I, about it. We're thinking too much too, about think it. Too hard. About we've already. Too. I mean, we've been talking. We've been putting way more thought into Lord of the Beans than I think any human on existence. <laughs> Is this a good than, thing? Than I think oh, no. even. I think we've talked and thought about this more than the creators of Lord of the Beans. Exactly. Because you know what? I'm gonna get off. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start going, and then we'll be here for another two hours. I can't do that, Mary Clay. I can't. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the land is replenished and Toto learns that using your gift to help others is what gifts are for. So then the story of Lord of the Bings comes to a conclusion and we go back to Larry and Bob in the kitchen and they are standing next to QWERTY, the Mm -hmm. computer. 
And then it's an the, old ass computer. By I know. The way. I mean, this it's was the, the floppy well, disk port. You know, this was in 2005. Oh my god, this was 2005. Well, oh the god. series what the series started in the early 90s. So that compute if QWERTY was around in the early 90s conception of VeggieTales, that's a pretty accurate computer for the times. You know. Okay. Let me. Did, did QWERTY get updated? With the times, though. Are they asking an iPhone? Because if they ask them. Yeah, are they saying, hey, Siri? (laughs) I see. Like, I bet it's, like, updated. Because if they use a phone, it's probably the size of that. You know? Okay, it gets a little bit of an update to, like, an iMac later. Are you looking it up? Yeah, it's, like, a little bit of an iMac. It's okay. Okay, I'll take an iMac. Yeah. 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 And then the Sporks run away with the what we learned today song um we get a bible verse lesson on the computer and that is the end of the episode Ephesians 2 10 right yeah gotta slip jesus in there right yeah right we gotta tie it in just a little bit it was um i don't even remember what the verse was but it's about like god gave us our gifts so that we can help each other basically so yeah that is Lord of the Beans. I would say besides the Silmarillion, Lord of the Beans was probably the next like most requested thing that I got. <laughs> Lord of the Beans? People were really hype when I was like posting on social media about like does anyone know where I can watch it? Does anyone know of like of who I can have on to discuss it? everyone was real hype. Real hype for it. Oh no, this is gonna be a terrible podcast. Like, what do you oh. mean? This was a, I'm telling this is a great episode because again, like I said, we put so much thought and attention into <laughs> Lord of the Beans like no other person has. So I scared. think we did it justice. I think we gave it its full, you know, appreciation that it deserves. I hope so. I mean, I'm inspired to watch more Veggie Tales after this. I don't know if that helps. Definitely gonna go look up um, Larry Boy and watch some of that. Probably Hell gonna yeah, watch, watch some the, yeah. other Animated silly series. songs with Larry. Ooh, what's your favorite one? Did you say yeah? I like. Um, I love my lips, but I also mm. let's say the Water Buffalo song is great. <gasps> say boo. <laughs> Everybody's got, and then and then Archie. Uh, Archibald comes in and goes, no, 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 you have to stop. You cannot say that everyone has a water buffalo when everyone most certainly does not have a water buffalo. We're going to get nasty letters saying, where's my water buffalo? Why don't I have a water buffalo? And do you want that? I don't think so. So just stop being so silly. And then it's like a hard cut. And then it's like, this has been Silly Songs with Larry. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part of every single episode. There's three songs of living. All hits, no matter what. They really hit the jackpot with that that idea. Mm -hmm. Well, Justin, thank you so much for coming on and discussing this with me. Uh, Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, you can find me on TikTok at Freddy's Roommate. But if you care about my pop culture opinions, follow me on Twitter at I'm Justin Jordan. If you want to follow me on Instagram too, that'd be great at I am Justin Jordan. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. That's what I'm talking about as a proud member of WBE. If you want to learn more about the network, go to WBE.org where you will find all of our shows like Curly Critics. Hi, I'm Curly and she's Critic and we're the. No, wait. Our introduction goes like this. I'm Carrie. And I'm Jade. And we're the Curly Critics, and we review pop culture every week. Check us out as we review New Girl. 
the Narnia movies. And coming very soon, Harry Potter. New episodes out every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts or on WBNE.org. And don't forget, beavers aren't real. The cover art is by Vaishon Brandon. You can support him on Instagram at Vaishon Designs. You can get merch for That's What I'm Talking About by going to tpublic.com slash user slash talking about pod. If you have ordered a Merry Christmas and a Pippin New Year design and it's arrived in the mail or any other merch for that matter, please tag me in a picture on social media. I really want to see what you guys are ordering and if you like them. Hopefully you like them. Don't tag me if you don't like it. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Talking About Pod. You can find me on Twitter at MCWhatsApp and Instagram at MC Turndown for What. You can support the podcast by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Talking About Pod to explore the different tiers and perks that are available. You can join at the $5 tier to become a sponsor and receive a weekly shout out like Adele. Adele, thank you so much for all of your wonderful continued support of the podcast. I very much appreciate it. As I said at the beginning of the episode, make sure to send in either by email, tolkienaboutpod at gmail.com, or a DM on social media, or if you're on Discord. Um, let me know what were your favorite moments from episodes this past year. And if you don't send in anything, then I will just pick my own things. I know the announcements are getting long, so I'll start wrapping it up. But I do just want to say real quick, I know we're heading into Christmas, the week of and the weekend. And I understand that sometimes that's a stressful situation for some people. Or also maybe you're not able to be with people. Maybe because of the pandemic or traveling, you're not able, you're not able to see them. Maybe someone you love is a healthcare professional and they are working this Christmas. So I just want to say if you are a little bit down this Christmas season, I hope that I have been able to keep you some company and lift your spirits during this time of year. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Um, in the words of, uh, no, no, no. Um, make sure, as VeggieTales taught us, use your gift and times and talents to help the community, but not yourself. Do not make money off your gift, like anything. I like, see, I don't make money off of TikToks, just like VeggieTales told me, so... That's why I'm not in the creative fund. There you go. <laughs> Don't use your gifts to get rich and famous is See? the lesson here. Yeah, that's why I'm not invited to a movie premiere. That's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about. <laughs>